Good evening, everyone. I want to introduce you to a great guest, Angela Lynn Ware. We're going to talk about her journey as um, a celebrity hairstylist, but also her adventure in cryptocurrency and some successes she's had and what she's willing to share. But I want to welcome you to today, Gratitude is a Journey. So Gratitude is a Journey, as the title suggests. It's all about gratitude. It's all about our journey. It's all about the ebbs and flow of life. And I want to thank each of you for tuning in. And I hope you enjoyed the show last uh, week, last two weeks with Ian Alvarez, which was great, a wealth manager, a young wealth manager who has done extremely well in a short amount of time. He's just so uber focused and a wealth of information. And definitely, if you haven't watched it, please watch uh, the last episode of Gratitude is a Journey. I'm very excited to have Angela Lynn Ware, and we're going to talk to her right now. Thank you. So I'd like to welcome Angela Lynn Ware. Hi, Angela, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good, you know, um, how long have we known each other now? Oh, goodness gracious. Um, it's gotta be about 10, 11 years now, like 2012, 2013. Oh, child, and I haven't done the Philly yet. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, D'Angelo. You know, time really flies. A lot of times I think I know people five, seven years and they tell me 12, 20. Mm -hmm. And for some reason at the seven year mark, it just goes away. It's just like, okay, <laughs> family, you know, if I can hook you up, if I can help you out, it's just your family. That's how I look at life and people. It's, you know, in this life where people can go in and out and then some people are for a lifetime. And I, and I know and feel that you are as well. You feel like kin to me. So welcome to Gratitude is a Journey. Thank you for having me. So I want to talk about your journey that led you to becoming a celebrity hairstylist, first and foremost. Yes, you're a hair department head for film and television, but what led you to this moment? Oh, wow. So many things. It's been definitely that, such a, a journey. Um, my first exposure to film was a open air museum in Philadelphia. And I only worked on that film for three days mm -hmm. and I made more in those three days and I made all week at my job. Wow! So then I knew that something had to be different. There had to be more to be offered in the industry. And I think when we go to school, we are taught to go work in somebody's salon or at best open your own. And this opened my eyes that there was so much more to the beauty industry than we knew. Yes. Um, yes. And so that led me on the path of finding and more, finding more. And the more led me to the greatness that exists today. Yes. You know, what's amazing, Angela, and you had the awareness. A lot of people get in environments. I've met artists where I've brought them into amazing environments and they just don't get it. It doesn't click that I'm ushering you into something that possibly could be your future. And if you play your cards correctly, you can move up fairly quickly. Um, and you saw, you had the awareness to say, oh, maybe I need to pivot, you know? Well, it takes a lot of dedication, and a lot of sacrifice. Yes. So there were a lot of um, lackluster days in terms of finance. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it was a lot of sacrifice in terms of time and travel. I commuted from Philadelphia to New York for six years you were always at my own expense. 
Always on time. Um, or before time. <laughs> so, um, you know, I have a struggle when people say what they can't do or what the limitations are. I think sometimes we are just limited by our own thoughts, our own thinking. Um, and if we can just get get out of our own way and not just see things for the here and now, but for the what can be in times to come. And if you weather the storm and you make it through um, the sacrifice and all the muck and mire, greater is on the other side. Very true. You know, I've tried, not even tried, I've done many things where I was like, I want to live in San Francisco. So mm -hmm. I quit my job, <laughs> you know, sold everything, bought a one-way bus ticket to San Francisco, a bus now that took about a week to get there. Cross country, had a very little money, but I knew I had at least a month to find a job and find mm -hmm. a job in the cosmetic industry. And I did it, you know, and grew, lived there five years, and then came back to New York, etc. Started over many times. And what I've learned in that is I don't listen to the my own self-doubt and self-talk. And I definitely don't listen to the talk of others that limit you. You have to get far, far away from those people, even if it's family. Those people yeah. have to be dealt with with a 10-foot pole um, mm -hmm. because the vision is for you. Mm -hmm. And not everybody is always going to see your vision. That's very true. That's very true. You know, department heading um, is amazing because you're able to set the tone for the hair look of the film and television show and work with uh, number one on the call sheet, number two, three, and basically make sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to do. How do you like that? Um, I like it. Um, I like I like the creativity of it. I like designing the looks. I like creating a staff. Um, I like creating a community. Yes. Community yes. is important to me. So even when I'm department head, it's not like I'm the boss. This is my show because I often hear people refer to it as such. This is my show. No, we're in this together. I want it to be seamless between my key and myself. So if you see them, you should see me. We should be that much in tune and in touch. I usually have a production Bible, which has the script in it, my notes, the breakdown, it has pictures. So if there's any question about what happened, when it happened, why it happened, and what the thought process was behind it, it is in that book. So if I'm not around, you can talk to anybody on my team. And if they don't already have the answer already in their mind, they can refer right there to the book that will tell them everything that they need to know. And I think people feel more apart. They feel more willing to work with you and not necessarily thinking they're working for you, but that we're all working together to collectively get the job done. Yes, 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 that's true, it's very true. And honestly, I only work for people now that think like that, yeah. you know? In the past, I've worked with people like, uh, they think that, look, in our industry, I'll explain it to our audience, in our industry, you can be a department head or a key and have people that are additionals that are Emmy winner, winners, Oscar winners, Tony winners working on your team, but they choose to work as additionals, you know? And it's how you navigate all of those different personalities, egos, et cetera, but you wanna make it a team effort and not a drama filled <laughs> season or episode. So I think that's really true, Angela, and, and key to have community and communication I think it's key as well. And what you're saying is that you are, you're an open book. It's like, here's the info. It's here. It's right here in front of you. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Because so, I'm nothing without the support of my team. Say that again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, you can't do it by yourself, especially when you maybe have mm -hmm. a number one who's challenging. Yes, yes. Or maybe you might have a number three who wants to be number one or has been number one before and doesn't realize that this time isn't their show. All of those kinds of things. So your your um team is definitely going to be important to not only your success, but to the su success of the project. Because though your name is, or maybe yours and the keys is the only ones that run in the credits, everybody deserves credit. Yes, agreed, agreed, very much so. You know, um, what have been some of your favorite projects to date that you've worked on? Hmm. Mm -hmm. You should have gave me something in advance. <laughs> ah, I know. I like it to be very impromptu. Um, some of the favorite things that I've worked on. Mm -hmm. Well, I think one of the most recent things that I've worked on that I'm super proud of that had the, am I allowed to say like? Yeah, why not? Okay. Um, <laughs> it was a project with uh, Jennifer Hudson, Mila Jovovich, um, Sam Worthington, Quaventine Wallace and Common. Mm. And that is probably the biggest A-list talent that I've personally been responsible for as department head. So it was, um, it was interesting in the sense that you think that people who have this kind of notoriety will be challenging on some sense, or you hear things, people share things, their experiences with people. And the people that we thought were going to be a challenge were the antithesis of that. They were so sweet and so kind and so sharing and so open and so loving that it just, it became like a family with the people that you were least expecting it to be so i think that that was really rewarding and i was able to bring the girls on um on that as well because it was local to philadelphia so that was amazing being able to share these not only to leave a legacy for them but to have them in on the building of that legacy in real time is so it's just there it's priceless it is it truly is and it's always excellent when number one or the celebrities on the call sheet are more than you ever expected in kindness and generosity and talent, of course. Um, <laughs> I have found often that it's number six or number seven who are giving you the most problems. And then number one is like easy breezy. It's like, now do you understand why they're number one? Mm -hmm. You are still <laughs> supporting and getting these roles because you come into the room creating problems. You know, it sadly, it happens more often than not, but I've been blessed and so have you. I've seen you work. We've been blessed with some really excellent people who appreciate what we yeah. do. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with who you are, the air that you bring in. Like I try to um, put daily quotes in the um, trailer every day. Um, and the talent, unbeknownst to me a lot of times pays attention to it and if it's a day where I haven't changed it quite yet or um they notice that it's still the same one from the day before they're like oh what's today's quote mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just like oh I didn't know that you were paying that much attention oh, so it does really um 
play into how you set the tone of the day because we're the first people that they um, experience. So a lot of times we set the tone in the tenor for them. That's so true. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's so true. It's, it makes such a difference and they see everything. I tell people they see the inside of your kit. They mm. see if you clean your brushes, if you clean your hair tools, mm -hmm. they pay close attention. And often people don't realize, sometimes that's the reason they don't get called back is because, well, I've never saw that person wash the brushes. You know, it was always this. So people pay attention for sure. <laughs> they see everything. So I know, you know, so oftentimes, you know, when a person has one career, that's kind of what they focus on. You know, you are a department head on set. You also own a salon and you also do investments. And the reason I have Angela here is kind of a continuation of when I have had Ian Alvarez on last week about wealth management. So I wanted Angela to share more about her journey in investing as, you know, as a woman, um, as an entrepreneur and how she went about approaching investing. So Angela, tell us whatever you feel you can share. I know you're, you've definitely stocks, some things you've done, but also cryptocurrency mm -hmm. you've been very successful at. So can you share a little bit about that with us? Yeah, I think that like with anything, when you are interested in something, you do a lot of research, you get up under people who know more than yourself. And that's exactly what I did. I sought out some groups that were specifically catered to cryptocurrency. And I started out with stocks with um, penny stocks, actually, which people sometimes don't refer them to them as being worthy of being like valued on the stock market. But I think that if you follow the um, price action of some smaller stocks, then you can really make some great impacts. Yes. Um, like they say, little things come, I mean, big things come in small packages and they can be one of the rewarding things on the, on the market. Um, but I think staying in tune and in touch with um, pop culture and what's happening in the news is all of those things impact what the market does. So not just wanting to throw your money in there and hope to like get something out, but really be in sync with what's going on with current events and what's happening actually, not only in the United States, but in the world, because stocks are global. The market is happening all the time, somewhere at some point of the day. Um, and you can embark, you can, um, you can capitalize on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so just staying on top of things like that, like I know we've talked before about maybe we always take, you know, Tesla as a thing where EVs are the coming thing. And it's supposed to be, I think, 80% of the world's vehicles be EV by 2025. So, you know, those are things. It takes um, batteries. So you want to invest in batteries because there's a challenge with the lifespan of the battery. So now they're talking about having a spare battery so that you can just have and swap the battery out in five minutes, be driving your car again. Um, charging stations. If you travel, when you go to, um, what do you call those things? Where yeah, you stop? Little, uh, 
the exit, uh, what is it, the exit, um, oh God, rest area. Mm -hmm. The rest stop. So when you get to a rest stop now, you see um, charging stations. When you go to parking lots, you see charging stations. So obviously charging stations is something to get into. Lithium is what it takes to build batteries. So that's going to be a thing. Um, so all of those things, when you think, oh goodness, electric vehicles, people really just think like, Rivian or Ford, or they think the company itself, but not all of the entities, the other components that right. make those things work. So right. that's what I mean by reading and staying up with current events and what's going on um, actually in the space that you're looking at. You know, it's interesting. I talk to peers like you, I talk to you, we've discussed it many times. And also I have people in the financial sector, we talk about certain things. But what's most interesting is that it is the newspapers. When you pay attention to local, national, and international newspapers, you'll find little things in these little articles. You're like, wait, 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 what's yeah. that? Mm -hmm. And then you go online, you do the research, and you realize that this stock or this uh, crypto or whatever has been going up, 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 up by leaps and bounds, even if it's 50 cents increments, you know? But if you got thousands of dollars in it, it makes a huge difference. So. Absolutely learning that from you, you know, I'm always aware of what, you know, what's going on and I try to pay attention. I'm not a huge researcher. I won't sit somewhere for hours and look up things. Some people do. Sometimes I'm sitting on the stage and I'll hear something. I'm like, oh, I'm just curious. And I'll go down a little rabbit hole <laughs> on my phone and I get the information I need. And a lot of times I'll take a screenshot and just save information and just try to watch it and see what happens, right? Absolutely. So, and you've definitely been, opened my eyes to that. I can honestly say that. Because those kinds of things will tell you and that might lead to the next thing and that leads to the next thing. Um, I have a few things that I subscribe to and they show up, I get the notifications, they show up on my watch. So I don't always have to necessarily stop to read. I can just take a glance and I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm going to tuck that in to actually look into later. Mm -hmm. But now it's on my mind where if I didn't have it, I wouldn't be aware of it. Right, right. I should get my, I have a watch here, brand new, never put it on, probably had it for two years. Unacceptable. Child, I should put it on. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I do not, I, as I get older in my eyes too, I don't like looking at the phone so much, even mm -hmm. the computer the glare starts to bother me. So, uh, you know, just a quick glance, just little notes, you know, um, any, it's funny. I was talking to a magazine editor uh, for menswear report mm -hmm. and he was saying that how they get information from everywhere. Right. And then they decipher what they want to write about. Some things are original, some things are shared from mm -hmm. other articles, but they get it from a, let's say thousands of sources. And then they say, okay, how is this relevant? to people in the menswear market at this moment or the footwear market or the accessory market at this moment. And this is what we're gonna share. So it's kind of the same thing, right? Same thing. I read Morning Brew, Yahoo Finance, Barron's. That's what comes to my phone every day in addition to your CNNs um, and whatever news comes with Apple. But with all of those feeds coming in, you get some good information. Mm -hmm. That's very true. And you know, as you're talking, you, you've mentioned lithium a few times and from other conversations. So, you know, I go to my phone here. I'm going to show you guys really quickly. I have a few apps on my phone. Um, Stockpile would be one of them. And now you can only do it on your phone. So you go in, 
Hold on, it's coming up to stockpile. And then you have pending orders here, things you want to order. I don't know if you can see that. You can't really see it. But stockpile is a really good source. Um, when you like, I heard lithium, so I'll go to stockpile, I'll look it up, and then I'll mm -hmm. save it. And then I'll okay. watch and see what is going on with lithium. And then I'll choose what company I want to invest in. I'll hit click. And then you pull the money into your account. It can be $100, $200, whatever it is, weekly or biweekly. And just keep pouring money into that, you know? So A good resource also is Stock Twits. Mm -hmm. Stock so Twits. Stock Twits um, is a forum where people talk about what's going on. It'll talk about um, the charts what the predictions look like, what the history is like, what the market cap is like, what the operation of the company is, what the CEO does, which is all the research that you would want to do on your own. It's right. all being talked about in this forum, which helps you to make a decision. And then they'll talk about um, what it's doing today. Does it look like the forecast is going up? Is it going down? What's impacting it? Like when there was a problem with... Um, shipping goods it was because the ships were being held in port so is this company good it may be but it's not profitable right now so when is it going to be in profit from it being impacted by being held at sea so all of those kinds of things um are really good when you have resources like that that help you to not only decide if it's a good buy but perhaps a little more about when um we talk right now, things are hot with um, cannabis mm -hmm, right. because it's becoming legal in so many places. So the the weight of the legalities that used to be on cannabis, they're beginning to be lifted. So it's, it's going to cause um, cannabis to soar, but right now it's still pretty stagnant and there is no real reason why. Right. Not yet, right? Not yet. So it's definitely something to always oh, going to be a thing. <laughs> it's definitely going to be a thing. But right now, it's just it's the thing to watch. You know, and I want to tell everyone, it's just what we're discussing is the same thing a financial advisor would tell you, a wealth manager would tell you. We're talking about individuals as novices like ourselves that take the time to read, take the time to research. And you can use, um, let's see, like, uh, what is a Capital One investment? You can use so many other resources if you want. But if you're doing it on your own, this is how you would go about it. So we're not suggesting you buy anything. I want to be very clear about that. We're just giving you ideas. And this is not financial advice. <laughs> yes, not financial advice. So I just want to be very clear about that. But as a person of color or people of color, as a woman, as an entrepreneur, as a mother, you know, as an uncle, as a gunkle, <laughs> many things. Um, it's very important to just have knowledge that you can share with generations. And I know, Angela, you share this with your daughters as well, you know, to help them for their future plans, correct? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think we started with the girls when they were maybe about 11 and 13 with saving 10% of everything that touches their hand. Wow. So whether you see them for Christmas, Easter, birthday, I don't care what it is, because there is nothing. It, realistically, when you get paid, you get a gross and you get a net. You don't mm -hmm. get to spend your gross because a portion of it goes to taxes. So there is nothing that you get that you can spend it in its entirety. Right. So mm -hmm. we began to teach them when they were very young. Um, yeah, you have this money, but you can't 
have all of it. It's just not a realistic thing to do. So initially when they were little, we did it so that they can buy whatever the thing was that they wanted. But now that they're older, they still give their 10%, but now they have an IRA. They have stock, they have crypto. Um, right now we're working on their credit. So they have a secured credit card. They have a certain amount that they're allowed to spend. We pay the credit card every month and in a year they will be handed a 800 credit score. The last thing we plan to do is buy a piece of property that they will share that is income bearing and push them out of the nest. <laughs> Angela, that's wonderful. And Often friends and I say, you know, we're ba not baby boomers. We're uh, Generation X. Are we Xers? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Gen X. Generation X. You know, it's like the thing that you just said, we wish our parents had said it to us, you know? Absolutely. It took decades to learn it. And not saying all parents don't teach their kids um, fiscal responsibility, but it is something I think that's needed, not only at home, but in school, you know? Well, I don't even think that our parents knew. I yes. think... But most of the people, I mean, I come from a middle-class working family, but I think they still lived paycheck to paycheck for the most part of life until they got to the point where they're beyond raising children. And now they can have a little more disposable income where when during the raising of my children, the paradigm began to shift. So now yeah. I'm noticing how other people are doing things. And I'm like, well, how does that happen? And how does that happen? I don't think our parents were consumed with the how the things happen. It was more of, oh, that's not for me. Oh, mm -hmm. I don't do that. Why not? So I think we were given the opportunity to question some of those things mm -hmm. so that they became, it began to be um, commonplace. And then it shifted into different realms of life and then um financial just happened to be one of them but i don't think that it was a thing for them with raising us yeah well when you know better you do better and we know better so we're doing better and the next generation hopefully will do the same and i just want to thank you for taking the time to come on and just say hello and share your knowledge uh can you let us know how to reach you on instagram or website Sure, you can always reach me at Angela Linware, where my name is my brand. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's <laughs> <laughs> a <little> smile. <laughs> thank you so much, Angela, and have a wonderful day. And guys, thank you for tuning in to Gratitude is a Journey, and I'll see you here soon. Thank you so much. Ciao. Thank you for having me. See you.